0: Real Life presents the Jack Hibbs Podcast, with intention and boldness to proclaim truth, equip the saints, and impact our culture.
1: If you doubt God speaks, stop and pause and think. The next time you do something wrong, ask yourself, is he speaking or not? Mm-hmm. Now, the non-Christian, you're hearing crickets. There's nothing there. But the believer, I don't know if God's speaking to me. Well, the
0: next time you do something wrong. Take a listen. You can get the outlines of this podcast by going to jackhibbs.com slash podcast. Today, if this podcast lifts you up and encourages you to live a more fulfilled life in Christ, then make sure you leave us one of those five-star ratings. To us, that's like saying amen or yes. Then that rating will encourage others to listen. Now open your hearts to what God's Word has to say to you. Here is Jack Hibbs.
1: Oh my goodness, if this gets through to one heart here today, the freedom that can come to you is that, wait a minute, I am not any longer under a judgment sheet or a scorecard that I prayed so long on Monday, not so good on Tuesday, but I'll make it up on Wednesday. I didn't get to my Bible on Monday, but I'll read double extra on Tuesday. Get away from that. It's liberating. How can I, pastor? By his grace. Unmerited favor, ordained by God, given by him, distributed abundantly. There's no, listen, there's no running low on his grace to the believer. And so the question comes down to Am I a Jew inwardly? Am I a worshiper and praiser of the almighty God of the Bible in the life I live? That's the question. Ephesians 4 verse 30 says, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom we were sealed for the day of redemption. Sealed. I know we've gone over this verse a couple of weeks ago, but... I don't know if we unpacked that word seal. Can you look at it? Let's look at it on the screen, you guys. Check this out. You might want to take a picture of this. This is incredible. This is the Greek word. This is what it means. God's word, the believer, it says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Don't take the Holy Spirit that's in your life as a believer in thought or in deed that's going to wound him. You can wound the Holy Spirit who lives in you. If a believer looks at pornography, that's wounding the Holy Spirit. If somebody lies to their boss or their employee you're, and you're a believer, you're wounding the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing me? Yes. If you cheat on your income tax, that's wounding the Holy Spirit. He listen, he's the God of all truth. So watch this. It's the whole. See, why? Why is that such a big deal? This is the reason why. Are you guys still with me? You're very quiet. Are you good? Are we all right? Okay, listen. This is why it's a big deal. The word used is to set a seal upon, mark with a seal, to seal for security from destruction from Satan, to mark by pressing into or upon or by embossing stamping or sealing for the purpose of identification. I love this. For the purpose of identification and proof of ownership to authenticate an individual. Think of it. Uh, Some of you, is anybody, UCI. You got a UCI hoodie on. UCI. Listen, on him, it's marked UCI. UCI, yeah, okay. Okay. Anteaters? We don't even have anteaters in Orange County, but who thought that up? I don't know. But the Los Angeles Rams, and they put the the helmet on and the horns on. Listen, you're marking yourselves, identity, with a certain theme. The Holy Spirit comes into your life and says, you belong to me. And I have marked you. Imagine, in the spiritual realm, in the invisible world of the love of God, there's a marking on you. Imagine if we could see that. Now, I could argue that we can, in a way, by how we live and act. But imagine instantly right now, if I could put on, like, you know, Hobo Kelly (laughs) glasses. And I see Johnny, or whoever that person was, you know. And imagine if I could look across here, and I see... The indicator of the Holy Spirit. That's what that word means, to be marked and sealed and embossed upon by the Holy Spirit. Why? For authentication, authenticating the fact that you are owned by God. And, and listen, uh, go ahead and write me about this next statement. I'm not going to answer you. If God says he seals you with his Holy Spirit of ownership for identification, I cannot find one verse in the scriptures, because I've tried, where he unseals you. You can't find it. The question is, make sure you're sealed. Make sure you're a lover of God. Absolutely. 2 Timothy 2, verse 19. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands. Listen to that. Having this seal, the Lord knows those who are his. Say amen. Is that awesome? God knows those who are his. I'm comforted by that. You say, well, I don't know if I am. Am I his? Am I not? What am I? Do you want to be? If you want to be his, that's because he put the wanna in you. That's not your wanna. He gave you the wanna. The person is sitting here today or watching right now saying, I don't wanna. I'm just being, I'm being made by these Christians, bribed me, To come here, that if I just endured your mouth for 55 minutes, I would get a free breakfast. You don't have the wanna. You don't care about the wanna, you don't have the wanna. If someone says, I wanna have God in my life, God put the wanna in you. That's from him. God knows those who are his. 1 John 5.13. These things I have written unto you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Amen. Wow. Jeremiah 31, verses 31 to 33. By Because of time and length's sake, I'll simply say this. That passage of Scripture says, To the Jewish people, I am going to do away with the commandments that was written on stone. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. Are are you aware of any commandments that were written in stone? The Big Ten. God says, I'm going to do away with them someday. Now that sounds like, listen, to a Jew, that sounds like blasphemy. But I'm quoting a Jew. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. This is from the Old Testament, and he announces there in Jeremiah 31, verses 31 to 33, I'm going to do away with the law that my children broke in the wilderness, and I'm going to have a new covenant with them. Friends, listen. God says to the Jewish people, I'm going to give you a new covenant. And that's the covenant Paul's talking about. It's not a covenant that was determined by outward flesh cut away. It's a covenant that is determined by inward flesh cut away. Where the deadness of your heart's removed and a new heart is put in you. God does that. And then he says, how much more will the salvation of Israel be when God focuses on the Jew again in the last days? Think of that. Can you imagine when, when listen, when Jews start getting saved, it's gonna it's gonna be like having a bunch of Paul the apostles around. We're gonna look like Sunday school kids compared to what God's gonna do with the Jewish people. It's coming. Ezekiel 36:27 says to the Jew, "I will put my Spirit within you." You say, "Wait a minute, Pastor. That's Christian doctrine." Listen, it's Christian doctrine because it's been adopted from the Old Testament. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. How are the Jews going to be obedient? Same way you are, the believer, the Holy Spirit in you does it. I don't need a road sign. I've got him talking to me. I don't need a 10 rules. He speaks to me constantly. You know God speaks. And listen, I got to go here. Here's the thing is... If you doubt God speaks, stop and pause and think. The next time you do something wrong, ask yourself, is he speaking or not? hmm Now, the non-Christian, you're hearing crickets. There's nothing there. But the believer, I don't know if God's speaking to me. Well, the next time you do something wrong, take a Listen. Isaiah 42, verse 6. I can't tell you how many times I've used this on some of my dear friends who do not yet know Jesus as Messiah. Isaiah 42, verse 6. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness and will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people as a light to the Gentiles. Do you hear this? Just this week, this weekend, in studying for this message, obviously I came across this verse. I took that verse and I sent it to a Jewish friend of mine. And I simply said, Shabbat shalom. As I was studying for Sunday's message, I came across one of your passages of scripture from one of your prophets. And I am, a, as a Gentile, want you to know that I am hanging on. Listen, how I, I I said I'm hanging on to this verse, trusting that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is the one who has said I can be adopted into His family as a Gentile, and this is proof of it. Have a great Sabbath. No, seriously. I honored his God. Yes. His God and my God's the same God, except he's, I'm going the right way and he's going the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, nobody comes to the Father but through me. Amen. So watch. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness and I will hold your hand. Listen to him. God says, I will keep you. You know, I could live off of those just four words right there. And give you as a covenant to the people. The word people here is the word nations. As a light to the Gentiles. You You know why he would send the Jews to be a light to the nations and to the Gentiles? So that the Gentiles and the nations could put their faith in him. Ancient, ancient Hebrew teaching had no problem with a Gentile becoming a believer. That's why many times in scripture you read in the Old Testament that when the foreigner comes in among you and accepts my word over and over again, then there's this thing where traditions through through a modernized or mechanized Judaism, robbed the promise of the scriptures and made it all about do's and don'ts and rules and regulations and humanized it. Are you with me? Yeah. That made us the outsiders having no access to eternal life and provoked them to not recognize the Messiah when he arrived 2,000 years ago. You see, where are you circumcised? I hope it's in your heart. How can you experience this for yourself? Is that you can live with reality. Glory to God. Your circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit. Notice your Bible has capital S. That's the Holy Spirit. Not in the, not in the letter, that's the law, whose praise is not from men, but from God. <laughs> so this is great. We end with this, watch this. Here's the reality, that God desires to do a work in your life, and many of you would say, he's doing it, he's doing it, day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, sometimes slow, sometimes faster, right? And those of us who know this, we, we look at where we're at, and I, having been a Christian for over 40 years, I'm very disgusted with my immaturity as a Christian, You think after 40 years? So this week, preparing for the message, I began beating myself up. And then the Lord reminded me, hey, cheer up. Look where Moses was after 40 years. (laughs) And it's like, that's awesome, God. Thank you. (laughs) It's true, right? I mean, after 40 years, the guy, you know, He's got an attitude and he murders somebody and throws down tablets and... Can you imagine, God gives him the Ten Commandments, this is my word, oh my goodness. And then Moses walks down the mountain and he sees what the people are doing, he's what? God says, what are you doing, what are you doing, what are you doing? You know, there's there's revision one and revision two, you know. The first ten Moses broke. Then God said, alright, alright, I'm gonna do this again. Get the second set. That's that's a message, by the way. That's a that's a message. The law breaks. Can't save. I leave you with this. Let's stand even. This I've used this verse before. It's so offensive. A Bible verse. It's so offensive to the legal mind. And I'm not talking an attorney. If you're a legalist, you're going to hate this. Okay? If you're a loser like me, saved by the grace of God, you're going to love this. So, the promise, technically, is given to the nation of Israel. Okay, but it's true for all who come to believe in him. It's Zephaniah 3:17. The Lord your God in your midst the mighty one will save. Any doubt there? No. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. Does that sound amazing? He will rejoice over you with singing. He, God, will do three things. He will be so glad. Speaking in human terms, Jack, I am so glad you're in heaven. Lord, not as glad as I am. I don't think I'll say that. I'm just thinking. He will quiet me with his love, it's all, listen, Jack, <laughs> it's all over now. It's all done. You're here. You've kept the faith. You've finished the race. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. I'm looking to him to do that, and I'm doing this because he's patting me until I burp or something. He's, he's comforting me, quieting me with his love. And then, and then he's going to rejoice over me with singing. Can you imagine, Jack? I've been waiting to sing you a song. So let me sing you this song. God's going to do this. Say, I don't know, I don't know. Stop with the doubt. He says so. Enough is enough. Jesus is Enough died on the cross for our sins. He made all this possible. He rose again from the dead. So Jesus said, you'll never have to die. When your body gives up when your body's over. Death was never spoken about regarding your soul, your spirit. To be absent from the body, the Bible says, is to be present with the Lord.
0: This Jack Hibbs podcast, as well as all the broadcast outreach opportunities, are listener-supported. Will you consider partnering with us through a special gift? Go to jackhibbs.com to learn more and stay connected.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time.